Hello there. It's uh, Jason, the producer, also Max, the goblin detective here on Adventure They Wrote. Thank you for tuning in to this special episode. In between the first and second season, we had to say goodbye to Chris and his halfling monk, Gilly Goodnight. But we said hello to a brand new cast member, our friend Sam. This is our season two, session zero, where we all got to know Sam's character, the barbarian accountant, Ledger. As always, thank you for listening, and while they may call it the City of Splendors, it's still just water deep. Okay, so this uh, game starts with the Waterdeep Detective Agency all gathered in the office on sort of a drizzly Waterdeep afternoon. Um... A light rain is falling outside. The city is quiet, uh, as it has been for a couple days now. Um, It's been a while, Max, since you've signed any job of any um, means, and you're starting to worry just a little bit about uh, the the next rent check for your your warehouse office. Um, And so as you're all sitting in the room, kind of enjoying the... The, the quiet, but also worrying a little bit about where the next job is going to come from, um, you hear a little scratch at the window. Uh, which window? Like the outside window or the door window? No, a window facing the outside. So it's got like some rain pattering against it, um, and you can hear like a little scratch on the glass. Uh, Max will go over and take a take a peek. The Countess will say... It- is that a bird? Jordan will look up from his meat pie and go, What? What is that? <laughs> um, outside the window, you can see a uh, tiny winged lizard um, sort of perched on the sill, uh, and it's it's scratching at the window with one claw. Ooh, Celine perks up and she runs over to the window. Can I have it? M- maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> 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 Uh, let's let's see what it wants, and Max will open the window. Um, so as you open the window, the wi- the lizard crawls in just a little bit so that it's more inside than outside, uh, and it kind of presents one forefoot to you, and you can see that there's a tiny little scroll wrapped around its tiny little leg. Now, when you say tiny little scroll wrapped around tiny little leg, uh, are we talking inch tiny or like uh, smaller? No, like an inch. Like it's not. It's this. This thing is about the size of like a pigeon. Got it. And so the 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 little scroll that's wrapped up is about an inch wide, um, with like a little bit of uh, you know ribbon wrapped around the parchment. The countess says, "Oh, look! It's a carrier lizard." Yeah, countess. <laughs> you know that these are starting to become more popular with the uh, the, the upper crust. This is a trending thing now. Um, that uh, uh, people are starting to use these to send messages across Waterdeep. That, uh, knowing that, the Countess will, will definitely get up at this point and, um, and walk over towards it just to assess what it looks like and keep a mental note of what her carrier lizard should look like in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Max will grab the, gently, gently grab the paw and kind of do the shake, like the 
as if I was shaking its paw and say <laughs> thank you for delivering this and will untie or detach, however, and will take the scroll and open it up. And while Max is doing that, Selena's going to take some stuff out of her pouch. You don't know what it is, but she's going to try to feed the lizard while they're busy. <laughs> um, the lizard looks disdainfully at the food that you offer it, Celine, uh, and very uh, primly and properly, sort of like its mission accomplished, it, it turns around and, and takes flight into the street outside uh, the Waterdeep Detective Agency offices, uh, and it kind of flies off uh, into the city. The Countess very quickly closes the window so um, average birds can't come back in. Celine's going to kind of slink down and look sad. <laughs> <laughs> Max, uh, as you unfurl the, um, the missive, it is just one quick line of text, and it reads, Drake Shadowspear requests your attendance at his manor immediately. And then there's an address for a manor house in the North Ward. Oh. Um, uh, Max will look at the Countess and ask, uh, does this name ring any bells to you? Drake Shatters, Shatterspear, do you say? Shadowspear. Hmm. What does the Countess know of Drake Shadowspear? He, so you know, he is not a villain. Definitely. <laughs> he's, he's no. like, yeah, 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 definitely not a villain. Um, not running any sort of like criminal enterprises. Uh, very philanthropic, generous with his money, but above all else, not a villain. <laughs> uh, the Countess will say. Well, rumor has it he is quite, um, what's the opposite of the word villainous? <laughs> Heroic. Yes, I suppose that's it. Is this, um, uh, is this like that, that Scorpio guy on The Simpsons? <laughs> no comment. No. What was his, what was his name? I think it was uh, like... Oh, well, it was Scorpio. Hank, Hank Scorpio. Hank Scorpio. That's right. Yeah. Um, no comment. Soup. This is yes, like the he's cop the, uh, called Will Chase. This is, stop this is it, Talia. Stop bringing it up. <laughs> there's this. There's this FBI show where you the guy. Bring it up. I know. You bring it up all the time. <laughs> the FBI agent that that like tracks down criminals is named Will Chase, and I. <laughs> Hate it. Oh, so boo. That's, that's <laughs> and that made it to TV? It made it to TV. That's <laughs> uh, the worst. To popular TV. <laughs> Will Chase. Uh, Max thinks about a name change. <laughs> yes. Will investigate. Ooh. Yep. Uh, no, so. Um, uh, Max will uh, rally the troops and say, uh, "Shall we? Um, shall we head back to the North Ward?" Selena will look at him and be like, "Well, I guess. Do you, do you think they'll give me a lizard?" Uh, maybe uh, if you ask nicely. All right, I'll I'll try. <laughs> the Countess looks over at the empty uh, investigation mural and says, "Well, we might as well." 
We Dorn. do. We do need some work. <laughs> Dorn will swallow his meat pie and wipe his hands off. Well, our prices aren't that expensive. Why is it always nobles? <laughs> oh man, maybe we should raise our prices. <laughs> the, they get the noble discount, and it's discount with finger quotes. Mm, um, <laughs> no, no, my dear, discount. That is not a word that you wish to. Um, Enunciate in front of nobles. We do not need discounts. I can assure you. <laughs> she looks around nervously. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a joke. It, it means we're going to raise our rates. It's the premium rate. Yes, premium service. Yes, yes, that sounds more like it. Mm. Sounds great. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, we will uh, we will sally forth the four of us. Excellent. So as you open the door to sally forth. Um, you are greeted by a couple of the town guards. Uh, one of them has raised his hand as if to knock on the door, um, but you opened it before he could do that because I love that trope. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> that's how all of our adventures are going to start. So, uh, yeah, two guards standing there, uh, and Max, with your 22 passive perception, um, you can tell that the guard who's getting ready to knock on the door has like a big black eye, like a, a really kind of gnarly looking shiner, uh, and he's not looking very happy. Uh, and between them, uh, it shackled is a human man that I will let Sam describe. <laughs> so you see shackled between these two guards, um, someone who's relatively nondescript uh, certainly just looks like someone of an average Joe. He's well-dressed with a gray suit vest and a burgundy bow tie. Really white hair, like as white as a drow would have hair, which is kind of unusual because he's not terribly old, probably in his late 30s. One of the guards is holding a brown leather briefcase and with your 22 passive perception <laughs> you notice uh, that just under his neck collar there's a little bit of a fractal scar that's coming up into the bottom of, of his neck so the guard with the black eye looks down at you Max uh, you that goblin detective um yes uh, come come in, come in, and Max will open the door and, and kind of move out of the way. Uh, the guard goes, nope, and he hands you a scroll and, and sort of like gives the shackled man like a little shove into the room and then kind of tosses a key onto the ground and the two guards just turn around and take off. The countess steps on the key. Max will step out of the door uh, behind our shackled new friend and say... Uh, you didn't you didn't say what your name was and I mean that in such a way as to imply that you should tell me what your name is right now <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get that rich backstory no I don't even care about the rich backstory but you know like if you're gonna if you're gonna open my door throw somebody in and then leave without even a, a hi hello what are you um, I'm gonna ask for your name so I can tattle on you to crock the the guard the guard with the black eye turns around and he walks back and he he gets down he like leans over so that he's face to face with you and he goes my name's elliot 
and when I moved to the city, I wanted to be a dancer, but a cart in the city ran over my foot and ended those aspirations, but I was still strong enough to enter the uh, Academy for Guardsmanship, where I passed with flying colors, and now I'm not just an average guard, I'm actually the head of a small division. The Countess interrupts uh, and says, Oh, Max, my dear, I think we have an urgent matter here. Um, could you could you come here, please? Max will, uh, will say, Well, uh, be dancing with you soon. <laughs> or maybe not. Ah! And he's going to walk back into the office. Uh, the, yeah, the guards leave now. The rich rich backstory fully. Yeah. Rich That's some rich backstory. <laughs> So while all this is going down, I've been looking for a place to sit down. <laughs> so inside the office, you see you see a very ratty couch and then a very nice chair. Uh, next I sit to in a nice chair. <laughs> <laughs> the countess very quickly picks up the key, <laughs> grabs this fellow by the collar, um, and uh, sort of like yanks him off of her chair um, and looks around and um, and asks could someone please dust off my my seat? Selena walk over and she'll take her tail out and sweep it off with her tail. Here you go, Countess. All better. It, it's definitely worse now. <laughs> she meant well. She meant well. You, you can see the Countess's lips sort of trembling in the corner. <laughs> So I'm just standing nearby, looking nonplussed, kind of surveying the scene. Of a demon, a goblin. An empty an investigation board. Uh, what what else can I see from where I'm standing? Um, so uh, you see um, the, the office is well lived in. It is, it's a little worn. Um, you can tell it gets a lot of use. Uh, there's a little tray of meat pies on um, the, the, the main desk kind of in the middle of the room. Um, and a, uh, I'll call it a suspicious odor in the air. Um, <laughs> Delicious, I think you have to say. <laughs> Delicious odor. Lovely. Um, and all the, yeah, all the stuff on the, the, there's like a little tray next to the investigation board full of like very nice uh, ribbon and string and like, I think uh, it, was, it was like sterling pins. Um, yes, with those little gemstones at the, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, It's all very, like, it's, it's a very strange office because a lot of it is sort of, you know, like the typical kind of grungy detective office that you would expect with like little elements of upper crust elegance kind of sprinkled throughout. Like there's a very nice little tea set next to the nice chair. Um, and the roll top desk, which is locked. And the roll top desk, which is locked. Uh, <laughs> and the countess, the countess is going to sort of like hoist, uh, hoist your character over to the couch and just sort of plant you down there and and say, "There you go, my dear. That that seems more more suitable, don't you think? There's ample ample space." Thank you. And Max is going to unroll the scroll and uh, peruse. So Max, you open up the scroll and. It says inside Max and the Waterdeep Dicks. The man accompanying this letter is named Ledger. He might not look like much, but he's been causing a lot of trouble for me and my men. He used to run the gambling books for the Luskin crime family. 
but he doesn't anymore for some reason, dot, dot, dot. For now, he does what I say. That means that he's gone legit, and I think that he'll be useful to you. Put him to work. He's good at keeping the books and can hold his own in a fight. Stay out of trouble, Croc. Um, so Max will read that out loud so that for, the, for the benefit of the rest of the group, and uh, we'll look at our new friend Ledger and say, Oh, so, you, uh, so you've met Croc then. Croc and I go back a ways, and uh, I owe him a debt. So here I am, and it would be very nice if you could take off these chains. The Countess sort of uh, flips the key in her hand. Uh, Dorna walk up and put a meat pie in his hand, sit next to him and be like, Welcome to the team! (laughs) You do know that they make this out of the worst parts of the dinosaur, don't you? (laughs) I mean, define worst. Those are dinosaurs? (laughs) (laughs) What? Dinosaurs are delicious. I'm going vegetarian. (laughs) I want to see Doran now eating a meat pie as a dinosaur. That is my next Oh, no. It'll happen. It'll happen. (laughs) Raptors have little hands. (laughs) You can tell because you found them in meat pies before. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) So the Countess says, Ledger, is that your given name? It's my only name. Selena's going to look at him a little bit and be like, uh, doesn't seem like that's uh, the best name, but I, I guess it suits your past career. Well, what sort of trouble do you get in? I'm an accountant. I mostly keep track of the way that money goes in and out. I like to turn some gold into more gold and... Croc caught me in a bad place and made a deal with me. If I promised not to hurt anyone, he would flip a coin. Heads, I went to prison without a fight. Tails, I'd go legit and he'd help me. I figured my odds with all the guards surrounding me were a little bit worse than that coin flip. So I took it, and Tails never fails, and here I am. Celine's gonna wrap her tail around his leg and be like, nope, they sure don't fail. Ooh. That was pretty good, actually. Get it, because she has a tail. <laughs> right, right, uh-huh, uh-huh. The ledger looks a little off-put with uh, the tail rubbing against it, but not too much. You get the feeling it's not the first time he's seen a tiefling. In fact, he really hasn't reacted in any strange way to any of you guys. um, In part because he's heard about you before. And um, so he actually, he says, I worked for Odrin and Grucken, and I knew that, that you were helping the family. And um, when Croc suggested that I came here, I thought it was a great idea. I wish that I wasn't in shackles the entire time and would very much like my bag, but 
Other than that, I'm happy to be here and help you with your books. Celine's going to go, oh yeah, your bag. And she's going to let go and go over to the (laughs) bag and actually start rifling through it while he's still shackled. (laughs) We we don't let any any sort of riffraff into into the into the group here i mean you can see we're quite we're quite a diverse group and um we should like to ask you some questions first naturally so selena is going to walk back over as she's rifling through the bag and start like pulling things out so can you tell us what uh some of the stuff is i yeah, so what you're gonna see inside the bag, it's kind of like a like a surgeon's bag, so a, a brown leather briefcase, and um, there's two really nice daggers inside. Ooh, a, I like that. A silver <laughs> hammer that has an ebony handle, some dice, some playing cards, a set of thieves' tools. A really gnarly looking set of pliers and a pair of black leather gloves <laughs> and 20 gold. You know, Ledger, as I'm looking through this, uh, I think I've met someone like you before. I doubt that. Nah, nah you seem all right. I, I'm pretty sure I have. <laughs> Ledger, are you... Are you of the cleaning sort? I solve problems. Hmm. I certainly do need cleaners from time to time. I don't think that's the kind of cleaner she means. (laughs) Oh, no, no. (laughs) You just didn't mean that type of cleaner. (laughs) She saw those gloves. (laughs) Yep. Well, we we do make quite a mess sometimes between Celine and I. It's true. And you know... The Countess really doesn't enjoy a mess. No, it's true. So, Ledger, what's your deal with Croc? I mean, are are we supposed to do something with you? I, like, seems kind of strange he would just throw you upon us like this. What's in it for us? Well, I'll tell you a little bit more, and it might make a touch more sense. So, Croc caught me delivering money to a location, which probably, given what you've asked me, doesn't sound all that unusual. What was strange about it was that that location was an orphanage. And the reason that I was at that orphanage was I've kind of been getting money from the crime family to some charities, trying to do some good around town with it. The Luskins, they had plenty of money, and the operations that I helped them with just generated tons and tons of it. Croc was trying to figure out where all these anonymous charity donations were coming from and set up an ambush and pinned me and caught me. So... Where I'm at right now in life is if I go back, the few Luskins that are still here that haven't sailed away, they'll kill me. And 
Croc kept me out of jail because he realized I was doing more good than harm and offered this up as an opportunity to do some honest work. All right. Can we get a read on um, on Ledger? Yeah, I was going to ask for mm-hmm. an insight check. Yeah, go ahead and roll uh, insight. Oh, well, Celine got a one. 18 for the Countess. <laughs> uh, Max got a 19 on the dice, so 22 total. Yeah, you feel like he's being really sincere with this. Um, like this is a uh, a sort of a guy trying to turn over a new leaf. Uh, and something about that kind of resonates with you, especially Max. Yeah. The Countess is going to hand uh, the key over to Max. Oh, I was gonna. I was just gonna give you the nod, but uh, yeah, Max <laughs> will go over and uh, and will un- unbolt the the shackles and everything like that, and kind of uh, take take them and uh, put them in one of the many, I'm sure, overflowing filing cabinets that we have in the office. <laughs> <laughs> These could come in handy in the future. Uh, yeah, Max. Max just puts it in his shackle drawer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While Celine is still holding the bag, she really liked that hammer. She's going to try to sleight of hand and hide it in her boot. Sleight of tail? Sleight of tail. Uh, no, it's only an eight. Yeah, you I just drop it on it the just, floor. It yeah, just falls out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so I was, here you go with your stuff. Actually, Fletch, the, the manacles, the shackles... Um, are they specifically a type that would be used by the city guard? Yes, they are uh, the the standard shackles that the city guard uses. The countess is going to keep those with the key. Ooh. Okay. Alrighty. Well, well, she'll keep her secrets, won't she? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> countess is into some stuff. Yeah, I was a. Uh... So unshackled, I'll get up and kind of head over and sort of grab my things if Celine will let me. Um, I tuck the two daggers into the vest where they're really nicely concealed and I, I keep everything else you know, just in the bag. Um, so what do the books like look like around here? Uh, and what's in all these filing cabinets? Max will um, look at the Countess and say, um, what do our books look like? <laughs> <laughs> and then Selena's going to look at both of them and be like, eh, you might not want to open the bottom drawer. <laughs> Is that where the tax records are? Uh, not exactly. <laughs> And she's just going to pat her pouch a little bit so that Max and the Countess understand what she might be keeping in there. The, the Countess does that slow, like, circular nod where it's just like, she's about to be nauseous. Jordan <laughs> will speak and be like, nope, don't open it, don't that open when, it. That when Ledger is like, is that where the tax, rec- tax records are? Max is like, <laughs> we don't even have a record player. No, I, I don't know. I feel like Max, Max knows all that stuff. He's just not very good at it. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a business goblin. He started a detective agency. <laughs> he even count- has an investor. And, and and the countess just she has money and 
Yeah. She doesn't know where the money comes from or how it, how it, how it continues to grow. <laughs> I've known people like that. <laughs> I gave some of it to the poor houses. Meaningful look. Dun, dun, dun. And then the, and then the countess casts a meaningful look around her. <laughs> uh, Max, Max will will um, will actually roll to see if he perceives that and not use his twenty passive perception. Oh man, that's a natural one. <laughs> Perfect. So she she does the meaningful look around, and Max is just like, "Yep." the countess is involved in plenty of charities she does all (laughs) kinds of charity work well um we uh we were about to leave to go see drake shadow spear uh totally not a villain totally not the antagonist of our next adventure um uh I don't know that I am comfortable leaving you here alone yet. Um, yes, our books, but, uh, our books are, are in that drawer, of course, but um, our books are, well. They'll still I, be there when we all get back. Yes. And then, and then the countess messages Max and she's, she says, I've only put it all there in coin. I haven't written it down anywhere. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Max eye, Max's eyes just go real wide, <laughs> like like God, like big big old goblin like. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I feel like we also need Ledger and Max to like compare vests too. Like it seems like the vest scene is getting really, really good here. Anybody else noticing this? Hey, I, I can respect a well-dressed man. The vests yeah, are a yeah. recent fashion uh, uh, in Waterdeep. Um, those are pretty new. Max on the cutting edge. Vests and lizard yep, right. carriers. Cutting Carrier edge. lizards? Is that how we said it? Yes. Carrier <laughs> lizards. Yeah. yes. So I'm kind of curious if I've uh, ever encountered Drake Shadow Spear. Maybe maybe he's a gambler. Maybe he's someone I know something about. You've definitely heard about him. Uh, Grucken has talked about him around you. Uh, you know, like he's he's been mentioned always in the context that he is not a villain. Um, <laughs> God, one hundred percent not a villain. Yeah, people generally have very nice non-villainous things to say about him. Yeah. This is this is definitely the hashtag. <laughs> not a Hashtag not a villain. Um, it's on his. So yeah, you've you've heard the name, but he also he uh, he doesn't. He's not a gambler, so he you, he hasn't shown up in any of your books. Good to know. You hear uh, like a little a tap on the window. <gasps> <laughs> Max will Max will walk over, open the window. Yeah, the lizard is sitting out there, and it's he sort of like looks at you like, "What are you doing?" and like taps his wrist. <laughs> and then he he shakes his head and flies away again. Max will reopen the tiny scroll that was given and say, 
Oh, did you mean immediately? <laughs> oh, sorry. We we kind of had the 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 town guard at our door when we opened it to leave immediately. So, I don't know, maybe you, a lizard with no sentience, can cut us a little bit of slack. <laughs> the lizard gives As you... As it's flying away. Yeah, it, yeah. it, like, over its shoulder, it gives you this look that, like, seems to say, dude, I'm a lizard. Like, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, Dorian gives you a dirty look, too. <laughs> well, um... Yeah, let's uh, let's let's be feet. Sally forth. GTFO. This is a family friendly show. <laughs> I said F. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, OK, so you leave. Um, I, like I said before, it's kind of a drizzly day. Um, the streets aren't very busy. Everyone is just kind of staying inside, having a lazy whatever the Faerunian equivalent of a Sunday is. Um, they are, uh, there are like a few merchants out like trying to sell stuff, but <clears throat> for the most part, the streets are pretty dead and quiet. Uh, everyone is just kind of rushing from, you know, where they are to, to where they can get out of the rain. Um, and it's a pretty uneventful trip that takes you to, uh, the Shadow Spear Manor, uh, which has a large thundercloud over it, uh, with, uh, uh, like lightning strikes kind of shooting down from... Uh, the the heavens behind the manor house, which is this dark, foreboding, uh, sort of castle-like structure uh, with shadowed windows, um, and uh, you know a lot of them are kind of boarded up, uh, uh, but um, the gate uh, is is wide open, and, and a path leads up to the front door of the manor. This is totally normal. <laughs> the Countess is going to look up at, at, in wonder at like the the black cloud that is just hovering over this one building, and sort of look over at Doran and say, "When do you suppose you could get a spell like that?" Doran will just look at the cloud and at the manor and at the windows. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if he was like, uh, I don't know, level six. <laughs> <laughs> On the walkover, I asked for uh, for introductions. So I had a pretty good idea from the, the work that I had done, kind of who these, these folks are. Um, but I didn't know everyone's name and things like that. So I asked for you know, basic introductions. And then I asked also if Odra dropped off a copy of any purchase orders uh, when she was working with them because I had worked on that paperwork. I wanted to make sure that that was all at the office uh, and that everything was, was you know, billed out correctly. <laughs> I imagine that you and the Countess had a wonderfully, like... Circuitous conversation. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, my dear. Yeah. We have all of the money covered. <laughs> yeah, for Sam, you get the idea that for a uh, organization without a lot of, um, uh, uh, you know, investigation ribbon mm -hmm. on the wall. Uh, the Countess doesn't seem super worried about their financial situation. The rhinestone pins. And the <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So Fletch, when we're walking up, um, do we see anything unique about like the grounds besides the ominous thundercloud and everything? They don't seem well cared for. This is like the haunted mansion of the North Ward. Everyone else seems to be treating it like it's normal. Okay. You're just like, uh, oh. What does my 22 investigation tell me? Dude, this is messed <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> At least he told you now. Max, clouds my, yeah, don't like do my, that. My glance around, yeah. Um, so as you as you kind of glance at the manor house, like every time you look at a window, a couple eyes just kind of dart inside. Like every time you look at a window, someone is looking at you, and then when they see you looking at them, they like shift inside, like a Scooby Doo painting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, <clears throat> Max is going to uh, uh, look at the countess and do that little like tap 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 thing on on the on the temple uh and um and wait for her to message him. <laughs> oh yes my dear uh max is gonna say um <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't have a very good feeling about this place <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be silly, my dear. He's quite heroic. We already established that. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. He's a, he's a hero. It's gonna be great. You know, it's it's quite it's quite folly to to look at a place and just in one fell swoop decide that it's it's villainous in any way simply because there's a black ominous cloud and and creeping <laughs> eyes and, and don't yeah. judge a manor by its thunder cloud and creepy eyes precisely precisely okay <laughs> um match max will march up to the door and will uh find whatever knocker and will do his <laughs> best to try to try to use it uh, this door is, has is very reaching? reasonably sized knockers. Uh, and Dang it. I was <laughs> hoping he was too short and I was going to have to pick him up. I was going to do it. <laughs> I do like a door with a good sized knocker. Family show, Max. Ooh. Family show. You Sorry. started it. Sorry. I, didn't I enjoy what? our reasonably sized knockers. <laughs> I thought the same thing, but I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> Talia, how dare you? Mm, how dare you cast aspersions <laughs> on my knockers knockers there was no gate no guards just we can walk straight up to the door yep that's right and Max will will wave at the eyes <laughs> as he you know, when he sees them he will give them a little wave I don't know Dorian would like to do a nature check to determine if this weather is natural uh, okay yeah <laughs> 23. Of course not. Yes! (laughs) Now we have to air it, right? Yes! (laughs) There's, yeah, Doran, no way. This weather is absolutely not natural. There is a single giant thundercloud hanging over this spooky mansion. Just wanted to verify. Something is going on. Doran just goes, "Ah." (laughs) ah. Um, okay, so uh, turns into a Great Dane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, post zoinks, um, the the door sort of creaks open very slowly in a very gaunt, 
uh, uh, butler. So it's it's the butler from every other mansion that you've been in, but like yes. he hasn't eaten in a really long time, right? Like he he looks <laughs> looks like, like Nosferatu. Exactly. Yeah, he's the Nosferatu <laughs> equivalent of those butlers. When when the countess hands hands him her cloak, she also hands him a pastry from her purse. Yes. <laughs> uh, he looks. Oh, yes. He, he he takes the cloak, uh, and then sort of takes the pastry, but with just like two fingers, like like if he's picking up something, as if he's picking up something disgusting. Uh, <laughs> and he says, uh, "Yes, you may enter." And he, he steps aside to allow you to step into the mansion. <clears throat> what does the interior look like? Lots of cobwebs. Um, very, uh, like if I were to describe it in a single word, it would be spooky. Uh, there are a handful of <laughs> candles uh, lighting the room, but <clears throat> they're not doing a tremendous job of it. Long shadows kind of reach out from all the corners uh, and and seem to, you know, uh, defy the, the flickering flame of the candles. And they just kind of reach into the room, into the center of the room, um, creating this very dark, very... Uh, a shadowy interior of a long hall with a big staircase at one end that kind of splits into two staircases and leads up to the second floor. And on the platform of that first staircase, uh, uh, immediately before it becomes two staircases, a man is standing in a long kind of black cloak with a big peaked collar on it. Uh, And he has a very long kind of uh, mustache and he's twirling one end of the mustache <laughs> as you enter the the entrance room of this uh, mansion. Uh, is is there? Would you describe uh, the pallor of the person that we are looking at as cadaverous? <laughs> Does it portray an aura of foreboding? Almost as if we sense a disquieting metamorphosis. <laughs> I mean, is he a vampire? He could, <laughs> is this haunted room actually stretching? Rude. Or is it our imagination? <laughs> Does this chamber have windows or doors? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could get more sun. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Max, with your 22 passive perception, uh, you are able to hear the thud of a beam being placed across the cross braces of the door behind you. Uh, And when you turn around to kind of inspect it, the butler is sort of walking away, still holding the pastry with two fingers with the countess's cape uh, or cloak draped over his arm. Max is going to look at both Celine and Doran and point at the uh, at the crossbeam and say, um, maybe we should make that disappear. Doran just shakes. <laughs> you guys are you guys are strong, right? Yeah. Doran like one You're probably stronger than me. One Max. finger at himself like me? Oh it is, okay. <laughs> Well, I have a, a plus three to strength, so I can... Selena will give maybe, it a maybe go. Maybe just slide that out of the yeah, way. Yeah, see if she can, she can push it around a little bit. Um, before you can move, the, the man on the um, platform 
takes one step down, still twirling his mustache, and he says, Maximilian Murphy, how lovely of you to stop by. Um, I came as requested as quickly as we could. Um, the, uh, the, uh, messenger lizard kind of swoops down from the peak of the entrance room and perches atop, um, Drake Shadow Spear's shoulder, and he says, Oh, then you received my missive. Clearly. Hi. (laughs) He, he reaches up and he, he kind of tickles like the chin of the lizard and he goes, he just says, yes, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Yes, you are. So, question for you, um, uh, our generous host. Um, where can my tiefling friend acquire such a, 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 a friend? Salida's so just like beaming, friend. looking at Max, and then looking at it, and then looking at Max with like the biggest smile as she's trying to slide that bar with her table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining like the big watery anime eyes too. <laughs> Just as wide as her eyes could possibly be. Uh, he says, oh, you mean Sebastian. I'm afraid they're still very quite rare and expensive. You must know someone in the industry to obtain one. Well, we know you now. <laughs> Is that thing a beast? <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. Just Dorian, noting it. You're going to be my new Just noting it. <laughs> I can't fly yet, but I will. <laughs> Celine's going to look at the countess too and be like, "Do you think we could find one? I really want to get one. I'll share it." Oh, I'm I'm sure, my dear. I I've got plenty of connections. Oh, excellent. Probably find one. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So while that conversation is happening, Max will will step up and uh, and uh, present the business card and say, so what can we do for you? Mr. Shadow Spear. Um, Drake Shadow Spear moves down the the stairs, almost uh, seeming to glide down them. He really doesn't. Yes. He really doesn't. <laughs> like like he's not stepping. He's almost floating down these stairs with his cloak sort of billowing out behind him. Um, Sebastian. Oh, it's really drafty in here. Sebastian, <laughs> the messenger lizard on his shoulder, is is sort of cooing as he continues to kind of pet his chin. So with one hand, he's petting the lizard's chin, and the other is still sort of twirling that long mustache. And he says, yes, I've brought you here for a very important mission. An important mission indeed. Cool. Oh, do tell. (laughs) Celine's going to kind of like scoop Doran behind her and just kind of pat him on the head. A little bit. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's standing closest to Ledger? Who's closest to me? Probably the Countess, because... Uh, you, Countess, I'm guessing. Yeah, you were yeah. in conversation with her. I try to do a little bit of, you know, the, like, whisper in her shoulder, sort of ear, just like, hey, uh, is this usually what you do? As soon as you say, hey, she, she puts a <laughs> finger on your, on, your, on your mouth and then messages you. <laughs> That's not how we do it here. 
so you can, me- Ledger, you can message her back. <laughs> yeah, you you hear a voice in your head, um, seemingly from nowhere, of the Countess saying, "That's not how we do things here." Naturally, uh, I was going to ask if 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 your jobs are normally like this. Whatever do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're trapped in a terrifying manner. Count Dracula over here is gliding down the stairs. Oh, he's a count. I, oh, my word. I had no idea. Right. How rude. I'm sorry. This was too good. Oh my goodness. So at this point, I'm trying to figure out if I can get in my bag without this guy noticing uh, and just trying to shift my way to the back of the group closest to the door in case things really break bad. Uh, But I'm still staying with the group and near them, uh, just making sure that I'm at, at the back of it while the conversation's going on. Um, so for the sake of time, as much as I would love to consider, like, just keep going with Count Shadowspear. <laughs> he, so, Max, he leans down very close to your face uh, and you can smell, like, his breath, his sort of rancid, uh, uh, one might even say corpse-like breath. And he licks his lips very wetly, like too close to your face. So it's not just a visual thing. It's an auditory thing, too. You hear Uh-oh. him lick. You got big goblin ears. Yeah. So yeah. Loud. This is where this is where your 22 <laughs> passive perception is not doing you any favors. <laughs> Max will Max will attempt to not flinch. Roll a constitution <laughs> check. Uh, Oh, con. Uh, That's plus two. Uh, 19, so a 21. Yeah, no, you definitely managed not to flinch. Um, And then just as he's about ready to speak, the window behind him bursts inward. So this is kind of at the top of those stairs. There's this great pane glass window and it explodes inwards and uh, four guys on like ropes swing in kind of swashbuckler style (laughs) and they land on the platform at the top of the stairs and the guy in the lead who has a great big bushy red beard uh, sort of he, he pulls a sword out from a sheath at his belt and he points down um, to Drake Shadowspear and he says, we've had enough, Shadow Spear. We're putting an end to all your heroism. <laughs> what? Max is just going to take a, 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 a just a tiny, just a tiny step backwards. Just, <laughs> just, just a little bit, just a little bit. And well, he's um, distracted. He's going to, he's going to do that thing where he like, he leans so that his head is poking out from the side of our, our host, Mr. Shadow Spear here. And look at the the gentlemen who have burst in SWAT style, and um, and say, um, "Are we interrupting something? Because because we can go." 
if we need us to. The the man with the big bushy beard says, no, we're the ones that are interrupting. We're interrupting your do-goodery. Uh, Doran's scream will go from ee to as he turns into a raptor. Oh, yes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Maybe surprising the people around him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ledger, the tiny gnome that you've been hanging out with uh, for the past, you know, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, something like that, uh, suddenly morphs his entire body into that of a medium-sized velociraptor. That's weird. Screaming the whole time. <laughs> I have spent a good amount of time around velociraptors. That's true. So I'm not as off-put by the form as much as the transformation. Uh, and I'm eyeing the distance between me and that barred door. <laughs> Can the Countess see that Ledger is eyeing the distance? You could roll uh, an insight check. That would be an 11. Yeah, you get the impression he's looking for a way out. I kind of give a nod, like, I'm going to get that thing off the door. And, um, how long will it take me to get there? Like, how far am I? It's only like 10 feet behind you. You could do it pretty quickly. Okay. I'll make a run at that. It's just like a big chunk of wood, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I'm going to try to just get that off the door. But I did make the nod to her so that she doesn't think that I'm going to actually bolt. Mm-hmm. Mac, I would like to roll an insight check on both, uh, just on on the, the vibe in general, right? Like, I know that these guys <laughs> who have burst in have said, uh, we're trying to end your do-goodery, but this seems backwards. It seems, it seems, it seems wrong. And so uh, Max is going to, Max just wants to try to figure it out and see what it feels like. Uh, it's an 18 on inside. Um, so the, the, the guys that burst through uh, don't look like, they look like uh, sort of brigands, um, like uh, highwaymen, something like that. Got it, got uh, it. They, they don't look like they're uniformed, uh, kind of patchwork armor, like scarred up. Not that, you know, scars necessarily make you a brigand. But they don't have the polished look that a uh, uh, an adventurer or a hero might have. Okay. That makes Max feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and there are only three of them? Uh, four. There are four of them. Four of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Hey, Celine, you want to come sing some ACDC? <laughs> oh, do I ever. <laughs> okay, so we'll do... Uh, go ahead and roll initiative. All right. Ledger is on 20 for initiative. Celine got nine. Jason, what did you get? Uh, seven on the dice, so Ma- uh, Max has 10 total. Cat? Five for the Countess. Oh my god, you guys are so slow. <laughs> and Doran? Oh, with the Raptor bonus, nine. We can tag team. All right, I'm going to roll the uh, brigands quickly. Brad, I think we need Thunder Raptor. That's the. <laughs> Thunder the new Raptor? Move. Thunder Raptor. Oh, yes. <laughs> Everyone's low. Um, Sam, Ledger goes first. So the Countess is still pretty close to me even when I'm at the door, right? Uh, like 10 feet uh, away from you. Perfect. 
Um, so Ledger's going to you know, start to to pull up on that piece of wood, but what the Countess is going to notice is that there's sort of like a smell of ozone in the air, and anyone that's looking at her can see that that her hair is kind of starting to stand up on end, like from electricity. <laughs> and um, and Ledger's going to go into what looks to everyone like just a rage. Uh, so he's going to, you know, this mild-mannered little accountant is suddenly going to very much change in, in demeanor while this is happening. And uh, so I'll have advantage on the strength check. Uh, which puts me at a 19. You're able to uh, shift the bar kind of up and off of the uh, the brackets that hold it down, but you're not able to get it totally clear of the door. Uh, and if I have enough left, then I'll, I'll also go to get the hammer out of my bag. So I'll like set down the bag, rage, try to lift this thing, and then go in the bag to, to get the hammer. Okay. And that's probably all I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. One of the uh, brigands that came through the window goes, not the first guy with the big bushy beard, um, a different guy. He has a uh, like a hand axe in one hand, and he sort of charges Drake Shadow Spear uh, and takes a swing at him with this um, kind of weird, like, it, it doesn't look like a normal hand axe. It's a little bit bigger uh, than you might usually see. And he misses. He whiffs it. Uh, now it is... Jason's turn. Max is uh, so. How far away is Max from this the the brigand who just attacked uh, Drake Shadow Spear? Um, you are uh, like right up next to him because uh, Shadow Spear was like down in front. So you're a step away. You can you can you don't have to move to engage him. Okay. Uh, then I will. Uh, uh, I'm gonna bonus action to use insightful fighting. Uh, so it's contested roll, my insight versus Brigand's deception. Uh, ugh, but I only rolled a five. The Brigand rolled a four. Oh, all right. So um, uh, I understand his fighting style and I get advantage against him. So I'm just going to uh, pull my rap- my rapier and um, and go for a little, little stabby poo. 21 total to hit. Definitely hits. Yeah, you're good. All right, so uh, that's a D8 for the rapier and 2D6 for the sneak attack. So that's 7, 3, 3, plus 3. So uh, 16 total damage to uh, this guy. 16, you said? 16 total, yes. And uh, that'll do it for Max. I'm going uh, to stand the ground. Um, another of the brigands goes, but he lifts a magical wand and he points it at you, Max, and three magic missiles burst from the tip of the wand. Oh, hell and no. And fly into your goblin face. Pow, pow, pow. Four plus five plus three. Twelve. Twelve damage. Those were some potent magic missiles. Mm-hmm. Talia, what is what's your dexterity bonus? Plus four. And Brad, uh, with Raptor form plus two. Okay, Talia, you go first. Uh, your turn. Okay. Can Celine position herself in a way that she could use Thunder Wave without hitting the rest of the group? 
yeah, you could hit the three up on the platform without hitting the rest of the group. You wouldn't be able to hit the fourth guy that is engaged with um, Count Shadow Spear. Okay. She is going to move up and cast Thunder Wave. Got you shaking at the knees. And then she's going to look back at Max and go, He'll sing back up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Max, Max is in. He's in on the, uh, on the, on the tick. Excellent. All right. So they have to do a constitution saving throw of 14. Three misses. All righty. Oh, yeah. And here we go. And you're lucky because the third one, like, was on 20 and then just tipped over to two. Nice. All right. Well, she's doing it at second level. So she gets to do some extra damage here. Oh, yeah. That one wasn't great. All right. She actually only does... That's three. There we go. Oh, that's better. There we go. Okay. So eight, five, one. She got 14 damage. They get pushed back. 10 feet each, and we get that giant boom for 300 feet that just crackles out from her. Uh, So one of them almost tumbles out that glass window, but just manages to kind of hang on. Um, You said 14 damage each? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So as the as the boom goes, all of the glass kind of uh, breaks too, and a lot of the candles and and dusty, musty paintings uh, like shake on the walls. Celine's just gonna kind of like dust her hands off a little bit, and then she's gonna look back at Max and cast Bardic Inspiration on him. Thank you. <laughs> so she doesn't have to sing because he sang back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Brad, it is Raptor Doran's time to make his debut. <laughs> Can Raptor Doran get up on the stairs on those guys without passing up the other guy and getting attacked from Yes. All right, so so first he will follow up. Could it come again, please? But it comes out as more... <laughs> uh, and he charges up the stairs at the guy with the beard. Ooh, the head guy. Got it. Yeah. So he gets uh, three attacks. All they're all prone. Uh, no, they're just pushed back. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. All right. So here we go. Miss. Critical hit. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. And hit. All right. That's nine damage. And then <laughs> seven damage. She's claws and bites and jumps. And then he has to make a DC 12 saving throw or be knocked prone. He succeeds. Fine. But he has a look on his face <laughs> that seems to say he was not expecting to be mauled by a raptor today. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> your turn. Um, so the Countess will, um, will put her hands together um, and sort of bow her head and say... Um, May luck bless you. And um, she's casting blessing, uh, bless on, she's gonna cast it at, at second level so she can include a ledger. And they're all just gonna feel like this glowy spiritual um, 
force come over them, and uh, they all get uh, whenever whenever they make an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, uh, you can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack or saving throw. And as a bonus action, she uh, all of a sudden she's just going to sort of like pull from her hair um, uh, the Kansashi uh, samurai hairpin and it's going to come out floating out as a spiritual weapon. When Celine feels the blessing, she's going to go kind of like shake like a dog does when they get like really excited and they flick their tail a little bit. <laughs> Tingly. <laughs> okay, Beardly goes. Uh, Brad, he swings his long sword at you uh, and scores a hit on your uh, raptor body. Mm-hmm. Six damage. Uh, and then he, he actually, um, as like part of that swing, he grabs a dagger up out of his belt too, and then on the back swing sort of thrusts that up uh, at your raptor face. And he misses with that. Uh, and then the last, um, the guy who almost fell out of the window, um, he charges forward too, uh, and he just has a big club uh, with a like an iron band around the end of it, and he swings that at Raptor Doran as well. Poor Raptor Doran. Uh, and he misses with his giant iron banded club. I mean, awesome Raptor Doran. Uh, Sam, it is Ledger's turn. How far am I from uh, the wizard? Or the one with the wand, rather. Uh, you're 30 feet away, so you could you could make it and still attack in a turn. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to to run up, and um, as I run past the group, you all kind of smell that ozone and feel a little bit of electricity as I sort of rush past and head up. Uh, and I'm going to make a, a reckless attack. So with the hammer. I'm just going to try to put it through this uh, brigand skull. So that I think gives me advantage and then also the d4 from the blessing. I think I'm going to hit. It is 24. Yeah, that'll hit. (laughs) Be 5 with the light hammer. And then also as a bonus action an arc of lightning is going to hit that same brigand. So you're going to see the hammer will hit, and then when I pull it back up, lightning will actually spark out of it again. So that is going to be... um, They would make a deck saving throw to half the damage, but I rolled a one, so I think it's just one no matter what. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, So the, the hammer blow stuns him in a... Like he, he's like, did you just hit me with a hammer? <laughs> like one eye crosses a little bit and he, he, you know, he's like, what? And then as that tiny little zap of lightning hits him kind of like on the back of the neck, he crumples to the floor. Good night. <laughs> that one extra damage was what you needed to drop him. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Lightning bolt. Um, after Sam, it is the brigand attacking the count, but uh, he, after being attacked by Max, he makes his swing with his strange axe weapon against Max. Good luck. Critical miss. What is the count's reaction to all this? 
Uh, he has he has dropped to the floor and like pulled his knees up to his chest and he's covering the back of his head with his hands. <laughs> and he's just making like a very high pitched keening noise. Dorn is Actually, familiar with that noise. I'm I'm upset Grayson isn't still making background sounds because that would be <laughs> oh, oh, we the could, sound we could of get the some count. in post production. That. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that quiet crying in the background is the count just terrified. <laughs> Jason, your turn. Max is going to... Oh, right. I still have advantage against this guy. Uh, Max is going to go ahead and attack with advantage because, you know, uh, insightful fighting. Uh, that is uh, 18 on the dice, so 23 to hit. Yep. Because I have advantage, I get sneak attack. Seven. So 11 for the rapier and uh, an extra seven for the sneak attack. So 18 total on my rapier attack against this guy. Um, I don't know that if, if this if this would take him over, I don't know that Max would plunge it all the way in. I don't know that I'm ready to start, you know, let's go killing. No, he's still on his feet. Oh, okay. Uh, but doesn't look great. And then, uh, yeah, uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to uh, disengage. And I'm going to slide. I want to slide sort of uh, in the, the way I'm picturing it, slide to my right, his left, okay. so that I can, so that I have full view of all of the combatants and have range enough to be able to pull my crossbow. Excellent, Talia, your turn. All right, uh, can Celine tell how Max is doing since he got hit pretty hard? Is he looking all right? Uh, I'm at 24 out of 36. All right, he's looking all right. <laughs> I was, I was a little worried. I'm not as worried anymore. Uh, how close is she since they got knocked back from her to get to one of like get up to one of them? So you could engage any of the three of them right now. Uh, two of them look really messed up. One of them Brad is engaged with uh, and has been mauled by a raptor. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them Max is engaged with and has been stabbed many times. Yep. And then one of them uh, only got hit by your thunder wave and has made an attack against Brad, but other than that, thunder wave hasn't been hit. Okay. So he was disoriented by the thunder wave. So she is going to cast Ray of Frost at that guy. So I get plus six to hit, and I do 1d8 of damage. 14 to hit. Yep. So nine damage. Just straight into that guy. It's very chilly. This is the tingly fight. <laughs> After Talia, it is Brad's turn. Raptor Doran. So Doran's just going crazy on this guy. He's going to do all his attacks on him, all three of them. How about 16? With blessing. Hit. Ah! Alright, that's five damage. Seven damage. Uh, 12 versus AC. Miss. Uh, so seven damage. All right. He looks very unhappy with this situation. These guys thought that they were going to jump in on like one sobbing count and <laughs> have been met instead with uh, a thunder god, a raptor monster, um, a, a man with lightning shooting out of his hammer, and a goblin with um, pointy issues. And everyone's glowing because of Cat's blessing. Yeah. 
I was gonna say with a a giant hairpin floating at them, <laughs> threatening. Speaking of cat, it is your turn. <laughs> To strike more fear into their hearts. Well, seeing how the tables have turned against them, I think the Countess is uh, simply going to... She's going to use mirror image and and just sort of snap her finger, and there will be three of her, um, and she's going to move the hairpin um, as though like a conductor, all three of them sort of conducting the hairpin closer and closer to them. and then she'll say, now, my dears, I think you've crashed this party and you must leave. Uh, okay, so they, they don't run. The guy with the big bushy beard who is still, like, just barely, like, he's torn to ribbons in front of Raptor Doran. Uh, he, he grips his, um, his battle axe and he says, uh, the Tribor boars run from no one. Well, then she's going to just have to slash at that guy with her spiritual weapon. <laughs> that is an 18. Yep, that'll hit. That is uh, five force damage. So the magical weapon uh, hits him, and he he sort of like jerks up straight and then falls over backwards, cartoon style. And again, she was doing it like a conductor, like just like... Whoosh, whoosh, Oh yeah, no, I'm imagining it like a tap almost, like not a stab, like a a bop, and then he... Is that a kill shot or a knockout shot? Oh, she's learned it's it's knockout when it's when <laughs> possible. <laughs> Just curious. No, no messes today. <laughs> uh, and that's the end of her, her uh, turn. Excellent. Okay, so um, uh, the other brigand goes, He, this is the guy with the club, Brad, and he swings his big club at you and misses because a giant club like that is a very unwieldy weapon. Dorn jumps out of the way going, <laughs> And now we're uh, back up to the top of the key with Sam again. All right, I'm going at the one with the club, uh, and it'll be another reckless attack. Ooh. Uh, there was a natural 20 in there. So, mm. yeah, we're on, what, like 27 to hit. Ooh. Yeah, that'll, Ouch. I guess that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even add my rage damage in last time. I could have gotten, uh, gotten in one swing. So this will be the hammer. Five plus three plus two, so it'll be ten with the hammer on the crit. And does he get hit with a lightning bolt too? Uh, it's a bonus action, so I'm gonna see if he's still up. He is still up. Then that'll be yes, and uh, they'll need to make a deck save against a ten. He does not. Five for the lightning. And this time, the lightning will actually, instead of coming out of the hammer, will just come out of my left hand, kind of like I'm underhand pitching it at him. I love it. He is just barely on his feet. <laughs> okay, uh, the so the guy who was attacking the Count uh, and had been stabbed a couple times by Max. Max, you disengaged him, yeah? Right, I disengaged and slid, I don't know, maybe 10 feet away. 
I just didn't want to be in direct uh, contact with him. Okay. Um, he uh, comes right back after you, and he hits nine damage. Max is going to grit his teeth and say, you're going to regret that. Uh, he might, because it is now your turn. <laughs> uh, Max is still rolling with advantage because of insightful fighting. So... Uh, that is uh, 15 on the dice, so 20 to hit. Yep. Um, Max is just going to kind of look at him, draw his right arm back, and slowly push his rapier in. And uh, he's going to get seven, seven, so f- another 14 points of damage. Oof. And Max is going to say, good night. <laughs> yeah, he definitely goes over. Uh, and then I don't have to disengage because he is no longer, he's no longer a threat. Max will go and stand in front of our host, uh, Mr. Shadow Spear, uh, and, uh, put away his rapier and pull out his hand crossbow and be ready to fire. Okay. Talia, your turn. All right. Celine wants to get in on the fun with the rapier because she doesn't use her super often, but she is pretty good with martial stuff. You know, she's very dexterous, so she's going to swing at one of them, the the one with the club. And that will be a 14. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, She only hits him for two, but she's going to kind of like swipe down on him because I'm I'm assuming she's kind of up because they they were on stairs, right? Yes. Yeah, so she's going to kind of like swipe down. Uh, the two damage is actually enough to knock him out. So you actually don't hit him with the blade. You, you judge your distance wrong a little bit and just sort of bonk him with like the cross brace the, of your yeah. sword. <laughs> She's going to look down at him and be like, Tribor Boars? That's such an easy name to say. Gilly would really have missed this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he responds, Herc! and then falls over <laughs> unconscious. So all four are now down. Uh, Max is going to immediately turn to uh, Drake Shadow Spear and say, all right, what was that all about? Uh, Drake Shadow Spear um, sniffles and he, he looks behind himself and he reaches up and starts twirling his mustache again. And he says, uh, the Tribor Boars uh, uh, were trying to close down an orphanage that I run. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. It's all just so unexpected. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, preconceived notions and, and uh, The Countess tisks um, very audibly. Max is going to look at... Uh, he'll look around and say, um, what do you want us to do with these chuckleheads? Should we uh, call the guard and have them taken in? He says, yes, I'll, I'll send a missive with Sebastian immediately. And he pulls out like a tiny little writing kit with like little <laughs> strips. Like it's a tiny pen, too. <laughs> and he starts writing a little note on his tiny strip of paper. And then he attaches it to Sebastian's leg, and he uh, he says, uh, "Go to the gatehouse, Sebastian." And he he throws the uh, the 
uh, messenger lizard up into the air, and Sebastian takes flight through the window. The whole time this is going on, Ledger is just standing there staring, kind of like he's not even there, just like panting and just surveying the scene completely beside himself, but also still just like like he's coming out of something. A uh, Doran Raptor will walk over to him and pat him on the back with his little raptor claws. Reassuringly. <laughs> pink, pink, pink. So I, I start to kind of come to a little bit with that that contact and I um, I look down and I notice that uh, a, a pair of spectacles had uh, fallen out of my pocket during the fray and I pick them up and you can see that they've been hastily repaired in the past and they're a little bent now and I, I just sort of try to bend them back into shape as best as I can and, and put them on and sort of become normal. The Countess um, <clears throat> walks over to Ledger, um, seeing the glasses, and says, Well, I suppose as part of our new team, we ought to get you fitted out with um, a proper pair of spectacles, shouldn't we? I'll warn you that I go through them pretty quickly, but <laughs> yes, that, that would be appreciated. Maybe I'll keep a fresh pair at the office. Consider it a part of the benefits package. <laughs> mm. Okay. Doesn't uh, don't one of you spellcasters have mending? Uh, Doran no. and no. Uh, Dor- <laughs> Doran and and uh, Celine, go ahead and roll um, perception. Ten for me. Uh, Fifteen. Neither of you realize that you don't have benefits packages. <laughs> <laughs> no, Doran asked that question earlier, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Max benefits ignored packages. It. <laughs> Max just kind of brushed it, yeah, brush it you're off. You're still not making it's, the, it's, you're not making it's the very much the, the very much the acquisitions incorporated <laughs> style. Um, <laughs> like no, no, no. You, you've been here for a while. You're you're good. You're good. You're normal. You're you're fine. <laughs> but now you're gonna know when it goes down because he's gonna switch his glasses out. Like hold on a second. <laughs> where did those come from? Oh, I like it. Like in the movie Over the Top, where Sylvester Stallone has to arm wrestle for custody of his son, where he turns his hat around, and that's when you know he means business. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He puts on the bad glasses. No. Well, um, what can we do to help you, uh, Mr. Shadow Spear? Oh, that's right. The mission. And he, he uh, still twisting his mustache, he scurries over and, and uh, with one hand kind of slides like a box across the floor. And he said, he says, uh, I wanted you to take this uh, crate full of um, supplies to the, uh, the, the house for retired adventurers. Max would like to use his 20 passive perception to see if he can find, figure out what's inside this box. It is just like snacks. And like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> meat pies, blankets. Yeah. Like a little wrapping. For, They're not that lucky. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 no, like real snacks. Like not, not, not Chalton meat yeah. pies. Like, uh, uh, good stuff. Um, using the better parts of the dinosaurs. Right. Um, Max, nods and says sure 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 um is there any sort of investigation you needed done nope just the snacks <laughs> wonderful thank you for thinking of the Waterdeep Detective Agency for all of your delivery needs 
Ledger, you, you should. Um, you, you'll hear from from Ledger to um, to receive our bill. Uh, he says, "Yes, of course. I I fully anticipated pain until you broke all the windows in my house." I don't think that we broke the windows. I think, and Max will point slowly at each person on the floor and say, I think that they broke the windows of your house. Uh, Dorian will say, actually, we broke most of the windows, but it'll come out as... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I saw it quite clearly with my my own eyes. It was all these um, scallywags. Ruffians. Celine will just look over at Max and do kind of like a little salute. <laughs> <laughs> with with the tail tip. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, Drake Shadow Spear uh, looks at the, the ruffians and he says, um, Yes, of, of course. I, I, I'll, I'll make sure the guard uh, 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 forces them to uh, pay for the repairs. Yes, indeed. And um, maybe maybe don't let the tribor boars um, kick in your windows again. Oh no, you got them. That's it. The, those four oh, guys. That, that's, that's all. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> all of them. Oh man, no wonder. <laughs> Apparently, most of the criminal element in the city hated the name of their gang so much that they refused to join them. Uh, I guess we'll. Um, I guess we will head to the the. Retirement age, uh, adventurers home, (laughs) assistant living for adventurers who took an arrow to the knee. So you turn around, and the the butler has moved the uh, enormous uh, wooden beam uh, away from the door, uh, and it's open now so that you can uh, just leave through the front door. The countess takes her cloak on the way out. You see, uh, like a tiny little bit of like pastry crumbs at the corner of the butler's mouth. She gives him a little smile and looks away. Well, until next time, Drake Shadowspear, who is totally not a villain. So the door, the door heroic. closes slowly behind you with a very, uh, uh, like, that creak, that kind of, like, haunted house creak with, you know, the, the window getting closer, shorter and shorter over Drake Shadowspear's face, and he's twisting his mustache, and he says, Yes! Until next time. And then it closes. Dun, dun, dun. As we're walking out, Selena's just going to look around everybody and be like, you know, there was something about that place that I just really liked. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of heroism in that place. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wondering if I can ask a favor of everyone on the on the way back to the office um i can't really go back to where i've been staying because well the luskins will kill me and uh i'm wondering if we can uh pick up my bird from the safe house on the way back you have a bird absolutely (laughs) his name's hector he's uh He's charming. Yes. <laughs> Doran already knows they're very excited about animals. <laughs> I won him in a card game from a pirate. 
Even better. Yes. Now you have Max's attention. Yes. <laughs> Even better. Um, yeah, so that's it. You uh, you deliver the package. The retired adventurers are very uh, happy. Um, and then uh, you... Celine sings them a little song. Yep, yeah. You sing them a song. You pick up Hector on the way back to the office. And then um, that's it. That's the adventure. Once again, thank you for listening to our Season 2 Session Zero, where we introduce the entire cast to Sam's new character, Ledger. And thank you for sticking with us for the entirety of Season 2 of Adventure They Wrote. We are going to take an extended break before we come back with Season 3, so stay tuned for updates. We're going to be hitting Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff whenever we have information to give. But until then, stay tuned for more mystery.